You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer, and it is my joy to share this time with you every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. I am hoping that my voice uh, stays stable for tonight. One of the reasons that our, our wisdom for tonight is a continuation of last Sunday's show, where we're going to be talking a little bit more about finding peace in the chaos, is because there's been a lot of chaos in my life in the last week, the last several weeks. So it seems to be what spirit is guiding me to share um, to support everyone right now, because I am surely not the only person going through chaos in their life right now. But we create by the different situations that come up in life, um, various types of chaotic experiences, various types of chaotic experiences um, and, and having tools to be able to navigate that chaos so that we can stay as peaceful as possible, therefore less stress going on in the physical body as much as possible, therefore our immune systems stay strong, therefore we stay in as much peace as we can. So, so the key here is that it's not so much about what we create as far as chaos. It's not so much what we create in our lives that doesn't feel good, whatever it is, whether it's something chaotic or a conversation with someone that that we walk away from and it didn't feel good to us, or it's an interaction with a customer or client that for whatever reason, doesn't feel good. It doesn't matter what the reason is. It's just that our experience of it is less than joyful, right? 
Maybe it's a family member that we've had a conversation with or an experience with that, that just did not sit well, you know, and it's, and it's on our mind, it's on our hearts and we're having a challenge letting go of it, whatever it is, it is the joy that we are able to create in spite of it that matters and how we get there to mitigate whatever it is that is the source of stress within our experience of it so that we can come back to center, come back to peace again. That's why finding peace in the chaos, no matter what the chaos is, is important. For our overall health and well-being, it's important. And chaos, when we think of it from an energetic perspective, it's, it's all about energy that's not smooth and even. It's not comfortable, right? When the energy is, is anything but chaotic, then, then we are more at ease. We're more peaceful. Everything is flowing. But when it's chaotic, it creates stress for us on all levels. Depending upon how much we choose to be in the moment will determine to what extent we are consciously aware of what the actual chaos is coming from. Being in the moment is such a gift that we can all give ourselves. And it's not human nature unless we are taught a way of being present and in the moment from the time that we're children. And there are some cultures that offer that type of presence of being. Um, But for most of the people in the United States, I would venture to make that judgment. We're not taught how to be present and in the moment as children. I know I certainly was not. And, And so it wasn't until I became... Let's see. I took transcendental meditation. I took a course in study in that in the in the mid eighties. And there are many of my colleagues that started much before that. Um, but there are those that that have been very religiously dogmatic in their observance, and they have prayerfulness as an amazing gift for them. But the question is, have they been able to convert that to a way of being, not just when being prayerful, but to also apply it to all different life situations? That's the rub, you know. We have many different um, religiously dogmatic, dogmatic rituals that many of us learned as children, that many of our parents exposed us to, that even perhaps were utilized with, within the family um, situations, family dynamic, family rituals. But have we been taught to apply it to a way of being all the time? It's an interesting question, one that I, that I welcome feedback you know, comments on the show here after you have an opportunity to consider it, share your thoughts, or find me on Facebook and see the post 
for this month, this week's show, and um, and let me know what your thoughts are about that. Because I know that um, my experience as a child was that I was raised with a very um, strong identity of being Jewish. And, and we celebrated all of the Jewish holidays, but we did not observe the Sabbath in the way that Orthodox Jewish people do, where they take that 24 hours and turn off the technology and are more focused on being, you know? We did not do that. We gathered as a family every Friday night for, for a Shabbat dinner. So there was a family connectedness that was created, but not a mindfulness perspective. And, and so when I started studying TM, I had a wonderful teacher, Mike Scazzari, who is still teaching meditation. And and it was a wonderful gift because it taught me to be able to, at a moment's notice, right, whenever I chose, I could get into that state of being. And that, that state of being mindful gives us a whole different sensory experience of what's going on in our lives. The awareness heightened and so when we have more information about who we're being in the moment, it gives us the opportunity to use what I always think of as our superhuman power, right, which is choice. It's conscious choice. It's, and it, that all is dependent upon who we're being in the moment. Because depending upon who we're being will determine whether we make choices that are mindfully created from the heart consciously or unconsciously, more like a knee-jerk reaction or response to, to a life experience. And they're neither good nor bad, right nor wrong if we don't judge them. It just, it's just gives us a different experience, a different opportunity for learning. Good to not judge any of it. No matter what it is that's going on in our lives, good to not judge. Being present with all of these experiences just helps us to realize that we've got learning to do. And that's what Earth School is all about. The more we resist whatever the opportunity for learning is by judging it, the more we stay stuck in the discomfort of whatever it is that doesn't feel good. So consider that in your choices of who you are being in your life experiences because it's what makes life either joyful and easy or it makes it more difficult. And it doesn't matter how awake I am, how connected I am, how beautiful it is that when I serve clients, I'm connected to spirit. It's all well and good. But I'm not here to learn so much from that as I am from what I'm creating in my life. And that's what you're learning from as well. And who we are as individuals is not always the full embodiment of who we are as we serve. 
because when the when the show stops and I'm back to being just me by myself here here and now, you know, my stuff is still with me. I disconnect from it as much as I can when I'm with you. But the truth is that you can't disconnect from any of it. It's who we are. I hope that makes sense. So I've been um, going through a lot of what a lot of people call purging in my living space, which is also my healing space. I see clients in my home. Um, I work with clients by phone and different types of technology, all from my home base in my home office. And, and so I've lived in this home for over 20 years. And it was time to get rid of stuff. Have you ever done that? Well, once you get into the mode of doing it, it is extraordinary the feeling of the shift in energy that you create. Some people think of it as just spring cleaning. I think it's funny that we're just entering into March and spring is not quite here yet. I know it's cold in many parts of the United States. For those of you that are listening, I do respect that you choose to live someplace where it's cold. It is not here in South Florida. In fact, the weather here has been beyond exquisite the last few days and the doors and windows have been open and I have so enjoyed this because for most of the year here it's doors and windows closed and AC on so I've really been in a state of incredible present moment awareness and gratitude for the beauty of this weather which is why we live in Florida at least I do and so chaos when you are releasing things, it takes time to go through and decide what's getting saved, what's getting shredded, what's getting donated. And there's just so much of it. And believe me, I don't have a big house, (laughs) but I have to tell you, my home office space is, it's a little chaotic right now because the units that I created to store things in didn't work. So I have to create something different. And so it's a little bit, it's, it's a little crowded and chaotic in there again, but my bedroom, my healing space, the garage, it's all open and flowing and it just feels so wonderful. So if chaos is reigning in your life, take a look at what is it that's creating it? I mean, ultimately you are. But are you creating it consciously? And if you are, take a look at that. If you haven't really had an awareness that chaos is what's creating your discomfort, then walk around your living space. Is it congested? Do you have a lot of things? And I'm not saying that it's not good to have your things. I love my things. But Is it organized? Is it neat? Is everything in its proper place? Because when it isn't, it creates a chaotic energy and it affects you, especially in your living space, your bedroom, where you sleep. If that space has a lot of technology in it that doesn't have EMF mitigation, and if you need that, just reach out to me. I'm happy to share my knowledge of that. But you, you 
you don't want to have a lot of EMF um, uh, products, technology in your sleep. It disrupts your sleep space. Get really good mitigation tools or remove it. Create more of a peaceful Zen space in your, in your um, bedroom. All the difference in the world. I think it's my sister that told me that, you know, she keeps her home very organized because she can't think clearly in, in a chaotic or dis, disorganized space. So it helps her to think more clearly. And I respect that because she's right. It does. So take a look at your space. Walk around it, not in judgment of it, but in curiosity. What does it feel like? Does it feel like something that feels comfortable? Do you feel at peace in it? If not, this may be the perfect time for you to consider taking one room at a time at your leisure and just going through reorganizing, throwing, shredding, donating, and organizing. It's, it's an amazing gift. Trust me on this. I haven't done this in a really long time. It's even something like that kitchen drawer. You know what I mean, that kitchen drawer that we all have that has so much stuff in it. Well, these are my next projects. You know, as soon as this project is finished, which may take me a few more weeks till I get all the different um, storage pieces in place so that I can put everything back where it belongs. Um, then, then I'm doing my bedroom closet. Then I'm doing the, the other things that I want to get done and one at a time so that I'm hoping within the next few months that everything will have been touched, visualized and organized. And then the question is, can we keep it that way? I don't know if you liked George Carlin as a comedian when he was alive and well. If you're not familiar with him, YouTube has so many wonderful videos of his performances. He has a whole riff on stuff that makes me laugh no matter how many times I watch it and listen to it. I invite you to to listen to it if you're having challenges with stuff meaning not wanting to let go of your stuff, but you know that you need to. You know, stuff in the extreme is what is referred to as hoarding. And that can be something that is really an illness, to say the least. But for those of us that are not hoarding, but just holding on to too many things that we're not using, we haven't used it in five to ten years, and it's still in the house, why are we holding on to it, right? So listen to George Carlin. I think it's C-A-R-L-I-N. He is so funny. And enjoy a good chuckle about stuff. S-T-U-F-F as in Frank, right? Okay. So finding peace in the chaos. On the physical level, create it in your space. You know, make sure that your space is peaceful for you. If it isn't, then consider taking a look at it because it's going to affect your, your ability to be creative, 
your ability to think clearly, your ability to consciously make decisions because you won't be able to be thinking clearly or being in the present moment, right? It will affect how you feel physically in illness or wellness, right? Emotionally, chaotic energy wreaks havoc with us. It creates stress. And all the emotions that are our individual experience of stress will be up big time. Mentally, just spoke about that. Hard to think physically, emotionally, mentally. Hard to think clearly. Hard to be an inspiration and creativity because it's hard to stay in the moment and choose to be, right? Hard to meditate. And I do invite you to do that. If you have a choice, that is, I choose to be mindful and present moment aware so that I'm making my choices from a place of the heart, then I strongly encourage you, find some form of meditation that really speaks to you and get started with it because it will make the whole process of being inspired and creating, uh, manifesting so much easier. Trust me when I tell you this. So then spiritually, that, that's also your meditation experience, or you can also use your prayerfulness. Whatever um, method of meditation works for you. Many people find that um, praying the rosary, if you're Catholic, or just sitting and reading from the Bible, or listening to music that is that is um, religiously dogmatic that speaks to you and brings you into that zone of heart connection. There is no one way to do this. You just have to find what your way is. I highly recommend for people that are just starting transcendental meditation is a wonderful tool. Um, But there are many other types of um, uh, meditation as well. Just breathing into and out of your heart center, that energy center in the middle of your chest helps as well. So I highly recommend creating a space, creating that conscious connection to yourself. And these will all be ways that you can address finding peace in the chaos. And of course, if you're new to the show, then then let me share with you, and then we'll get with our first caller. Um, the the process of Ho'oponopono, which is the ancient Hawaiian process that has been updated to self-identity through Ho'oponopono by the divine Kahuna uh, Morna Simeona, shared through Hulen, Dr. Hulen or E. Haleakala Hulen is the most powerful process as far as I'm concerned on the planet right now to clear out whatever the root cause is for any source of suffering, no matter what it is. Everything begins with a thought, everything. And if that speaks to you, speaks to your heart as a truth, then Ho'oponopono is something that you really want to learn, not just to say it, but you want to learn it so that you can understand what the prayer, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, actually is accomplishing for you and for all of humanity. That's how powerful it is. And so as a tool, Ho'oponopono is amazing for helping to maintain our 
peace within the chaos. It has been an invaluable tool in my life and one that I am passionate about teaching as spirit guided me to do. So I invite you to consider it. You are welcome to reach out to me if you would like to schedule time with me. If I'm new to you and you haven't listened to our shows, they're they're all archived here on Blog Talk Radio, and um, you are welcome to listen to them at your convenience. But if you'd like to speak to me about how I can serve you, if the way that I approach um, empowering each of our callers on all these shows speaks to you, then schedule your complimentary heart healer session with me. There's a link in the show description, or you can find it on my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash contact. That's Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash contact. So feel free. It's a 30-minute complimentary session. It gives me the opportunity to listen to what you understand as the current challenges that you're having. And it gives me an opportunity to share with you some wisdom about that and how I feel that I can serve you in coming into a place of peace, health, well-being, joy. And don't we all deserve that? So if that's not your life experience, please reach out to me. And I do teach the Ho'oponopono. I am still offering the three-session solar eclipse clearing. I don't know why Spirit keep wants, keeps wanting me to keep offering this package, but I am. So you can get more information about that. Again, on the website, it's EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash solar eclipse clearing 2019. Because the last solar eclipse was December 26th, and it was so potent that Spirit guided me to start offering this package, which included teaching the Ho'oponopono. And it's a one-session or three-session package that is incredibly affordable with payment options. So I invite you to check it out, okay? And I'm just going to double-check and make sure I gave you the correct website. Solar Eclipse Clearing 2019, correct. Okay, so RJ, let's start our readings, shall we? Where are we going to first, sweet man? And I'm so grateful you're here tonight. Oh, good evening. Hi there. So let's see. We are going to speak with Susan, a first-time caller from Oklahoma. Wonderful. Good evening, Susan, and welcome to the show. How can we be of service tonight? Yes, hello, Eileen. Um, I'm so sorry. I have to have you on speakerphone. I put hair color in. (laughs) You know what? You're fine. You're fine. The sound is perfect. I just increased my volume a little bit because I could hardly hear you. But go ahead. Talk to me. Tell me what's going on. Yes, actually, I um, I recently met someone through an online dating site, and he's, to me, really awesome, but I'm just curious if you see anything transpiring from that. Can you give me a first name or initials? Yes, his name is Todd. T-O-D-D, yes? Yes. Okay. 
All right, Susan, just go ahead and and I'm glad that you found us, first of all. Thank you so much. And go ahead and breathe into that beautiful heart center of yours, the energy center in the middle of your chest. You don't have to breathe deeply. Just focus your breath there for me a second. And I'm just going to ask for any and all information that I can offer you about this um, new relationship between you and Todd. see what I can come up with for you. Ooh, this man has a very sweet energy. Does he come to you that way as well? Yes, very much. Yeah, sweet, sweet. There is a gentleness about him um, and a sweetness. And I feel that it's very genuine. Um, You sometimes wonder why is someone so sweet and genuine, meaning same as you? Why are people needing to use online dating services? Why can't they find their person, their bashert? But you know what? This is a genuinely sweet um, but wounded. I'm really yeah. sensing that there is some very deep woundedness with this young young man, this gentleman. Yeah. Um, And I want to say that he's doing what he can to address it. It shows up in relationships as it would. It makes perfect sense that it would. But he is really doing his best to work with it so that he comes into relationships, not with the woundedness up front, but working with it to be as present as he can in his new relationships and and honor himself. He's really been consciously addressing this, it feels like. Is that something you're consciously knowing of? Yes. Um, he actually shared an incredible amount of loss within the last, like, three to five years. And, mm-hmm. I mean, more more than most people would experience. And so um, I was actually stunned that he wasn't as bummed out or depressed as what most people would be with that amount of loss. So, mm-hmm. but I think, I think I sense that there was some sadness and, and, you know, I did my best to address it. It's just, I'm a therapist by uh, trade. So I tried not and just good job. Hard and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And that's very said, important. You know, and Susan. Then, yes. So, very important. You don't want to take it on. I mean, you don't want to take it yeah. on with your clients either. But, but, but no. one of the one of the beautiful gifts that you have as a therapist, I'm sensing, is your ability to listen, and yeah. and even even just listening, as you know, can be incredibly nurturing and supportive for all of the people that you have, whatever the relationship is to whatever degree the emotional intimacy is. What I'm, what I'm appreciating about Todd is that he is connected to his emotions. He is willing to be emotionally intimate. And, um, and he's a keeper. I would definitely explore, but go slow. You know, okay. I think that, that that benefits both of you going slow, but it feels like there is, there is such lovely potential with this relationship, not 
not devoid of any potential challenges. I mean, relationships are like that. It, you can't be devoid right. of all challenges, but they're all manageable because of who the two of you are. Go yeah. have fun with it. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Go have fun with it, really. I'm I'm tickled for you. You're due. Has it been a while? Yeah. It feels like you're due. Yeah. Yes, I'm Good. definitely due. <laughs> I think yeah. you both chose Thank well. You. No matter what the future holds with it, you have a both have an opportunity to create the experience of emotional intimacy that's healthy that you both need no matter what happens to it. And that's a gift in and of itself. So if the two of you can enter into it with that in mind and in your heart, it's a win-win all the way around. Make sense? That's awesome. Yes, totally. All right, my love. Enjoy. And thank you so much for calling in. Take good care. Thank you, too. Many blessings. Thank you, honey. Received with much gratitude. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All right, RJ, where are we off to? For our second caller tonight, we're going to talk with Camille from Oregon. Okay, Camille, good evening. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Our joy, our joy. What's going on? How can we be of service tonight? Well, first, a very quick update. I called some weeks ago. I had an issue with my daughter's father. Child support was not being uh, paid. Child support was not being received. But I can I can say, as of last Monday, I got my first child support check in 14 months. Ooh. And that was just so great. You know, it's, it's um, a blessing. A blessing. So things are finally moving in the right direction for me and my family as far as financially. Oh, I'm so grateful. Was that something that you asked about when you called in last time? I did. I did ask about that because I've called um, a few times and I asked about that situation. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, that might have been December or January. So that's being taken care of. Um, Now, something, a new development, there is a man called Barry, and he and I have been talking serious romantically. And just like a little insight into what's happening with me and Barry, that's something that I can really, you know, sink my teeth into in a good way and open up my heart with this person. Wonderful. Did you do, can I ask you a question, Camille? Did you do the yes. Ho'oponopono to assist you with shifting the financial situation with your former husband? I have, yes. Oh, I'm grateful. Yeah, you did um, put that, you made that suggestion. Wonderful. I'm very grateful. I like receiving feedback about people's experiences with the Ho'oponopono. So if you can, send me a message about that. Tell me what you did. Tell me how often you did it. And and I would love to have that feedback if you have a few minutes. You can send it to me through the website if you'd like to. That would be wonderful. Okay. So let's let's connect in with with Camille and Barry. 
obviously tonight yes. is romance night. Yeah. All right. Okay. So let's ask for any and all information um, about this relationship between Camille and Barry. What can we share with you? Is Barry very, very intellectual? I mean, like well-educated kind of a man and very intellectual? Mm, Or no? I'm I'm still learning that. I think... I think he hmm. processes and thinks a lot and looks. Yeah, I say he is. He is. Be- because because I I want to say that if that's true, because I like getting that feedback, because that's the first yeah. thought that I'm having. And and what I want to say about that is that emotional intimacy is not his first gift order. Hmm. Does that make sense to you? Have you noticed that? Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's making okay. sense. Okay. And. It's not a good, bad, right, wrong. And and I want you to hear that from me, Camille. But but I want to say to you that that's part of what he's learning in a wonderful way. And so knowing that, it helps you to be patient, have reasonable expectations in how he responds with emotional intimacy or without it. So if you're looking for that from him, you may find that, it's not as, as um, what's the word I want to say? It's not as developed mm-hmm. in divine romantic relationship as much as you might want it to be as a woman. Okay. He's a guy. Not all men are comfortable with emotional intimacy. Horrible generalization. But the truth is <laughs> that from a spiritual perspective, they came in as men intentionally. And most men culturally are not taught nor encouraged to be emotionally adept or intimate or comfortable with emotional intimacy. That's not true across the board for sure. But right. but it is but it is not uncommon and but that's what they're learning. I truly believe um, from, from Channel that we are all here to learn from the human experience how to be loving in our relationship with ourselves first, how to remember that from when we're in spirit. And so as women, we are wired more for emotional intimacy. Not all women, but the right. majority of women are. And we chose to come in as women so that that part of the journey would be easier. Okay? Meaning to be able to achieve emotional intimacy. It doesn't mean that life is easier. (laughs) It just means that we're wired differently for emotional intimacy. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So so back to Barry. Um, The reason why this is important, as I mentioned, is... Because knowing it offers you the opportunity to have very reasonable expectations of him as he is um, growing into being much more comfortable with emotional intimacy when it comes with divine romantic relationships. It's not that he's not capable of it. It's not that he doesn't have the skill for it. It's, It's the divine romantic relationship part that's a challenge. And it's only because of past hurts 
Right. And and so there's a little bit of um, what is that word? Um, I don't want to use the word. No, I'm not going to even say it. I don't want to bring that energy in. A little skittish. Just a little mm-hmm. skittish. There are other other language, other phrases that represent that. Um, but I think he's very open to it with you. So patience is a virtue. Go slow with it. Give it give it the the developing time that new relationships or relatively new relationships really warrant and and have fun with it. Communication is also an interesting dynamic between the two of you. Um, What I want to say about that is that communication, saying what we mean in a way that can be understood by the other person is an art. It's an art form. Does that make sense to you? And have you noticed that? Yes. Some communication is a little challenging or no? I have noticed that. Okay. So just like our last caller who was a therapist, the skill of listening is an exquisite gift. We love to talk. But being able to listen is such an amazing gift. The phrase, when someone's sharing with you something, especially something personal or maybe something that didn't go right that day, you know, something that's bothering them, saying something like, I hear you, or do you want me to just listen or do you want feedback? I'm good with either way. What that does Camille, is it gives the other person an opportunity to make a very conscious choice about whether they really want feedback, because we don't always want feedback. And people assume if we're bitching, griping, and moaning about something, we must want feedback, right? But we don't always want it. And we don't always appreciate it. But we don't always take the time to be thoughtful to say to someone, I just need to vent. We just talk. So those two phrases are non-judgmental, and they give the other person an, an exquisite opportunity to actually make a conscious choice so that we're not just jumping in to fix something. And on the other side of it, it's important for us when we're sharing to get clear whether we really do want feedback or not so that when we are speaking to our partners or to other people, whoever we're in relationship with at the time, whether it's a divine romantic relationship, a work relationship, a client, customer, family, friend, it's all the same. Conscious communication is an incredibly powerful gift. And if we let people know up front because we choose to be conscious in the moment about where we are, with something, right. then we get to say to them, right? So what I just need to vent, right? And it's okay. a good thing to do. It's a good thing to do. It enhances the skill of communication in all areas of our lives. So something to think about. Does that work for you? That works for me. Okay. Any yeah. other questions about anything that I've said or about this relationship with Barry? Does that feel like good information well, for you for tonight? 
Well, right now he um, I'm living in Oregon. He's living in Tennessee. So we have okay. spent a lot of time video video conferencing. So that's working for us. But coincidentally, and this is not a coincidence, he has lived in my state before, and he is um, passionate about coming back. Mm. So that's where we are. Interesting. That's where we are. So, Take it slow, sweetie. Take it slow. Okay. Okay. It it'll all unfold exactly as it's supposed to in ways that serve the highest good of both of you. Don't attach as much as you can. Right. Just be present with it and take it slow for both of you. Okay. But he that is he is a lovely man and definitely someone that is worth exploring this divine romantic aspect of relationship with. Truly. Excellent. Yes, ma'am. Okay. That works for me. Thank you <laughs> All very right, much. Camille, thank you so much for calling in and, and have fun with it, sweetie. And again, I thank sure you will. so much for the feedback about how things unfolded from a previous call that we did. I'm yes. so grateful. So grateful, okay. honey. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have okay. a wonderful rest of your evening. You too. Thank you. Okay. Blessings, honey. All right, RJ, where are we off to? Well, let's go to the center of the country, the Midwest area, and uh, speak with Kelly. All right, good evening. From Ohio, wonderful. Good evening, Kelly. Welcome. Hello. How, How can we you? be of service tonight? I'm well, um, thank you. I'm well, so thank you. What's going on with you? <clears throat> yeah, so this is kind of a an odd, an odd story, but... So I just started a new job a few weeks ago, and um, there's a lot of people that work there, and there's this one guy who I have not met yet, but um, from across the room, you know, we've noticed each other. We've, we we would look at each other from across the room, and it just kind of has like that electric vibe, you know, mm-hmm. um, like I want to meet him, and, you know, I don't want to just go up to, to people for no reason and say hi I'm so-and-so you know when I'm when I'm working and they're busy too mm-hmm. um, and you know there's there's never been any kind of conversation but you know is there is there a spark there I mean I'm just wondering is this is this a little crazy to be thinking this you know should I just wait for him to introduce himself or you know how should I approach this because it is at work so it's not you know has to be professional and things like that. I hear you. Do you know where what his position is in the company that you started with? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So some companies do not allow fraternization between mm-hmm. departments. Um, what do you know? What your company's policy is on this? Yeah, I mean, there's people there that are that are married, you know, as long as you keep it business professional and things like that, then, then it's okay to, you know, date people from the workplace. Um, okay. I just don't know how 
to go about, you know, the introduction, because I'm kind of like an introvert, you know, I kind of like the, the guys to come up to me first, you know, and, but we seem and so to always you need to, well, but then you need to work with, I was just going to say, you need to work with, mm, cancel the word need, please. I don't need to tell you what you need to do. Um, you might consider, Kelly, that, that whatever's the most comfortable for you when it comes to um, approaching being in a relationship romantically, that that you honor what you need and mm-hmm. and if you need to wait for him to approach you first then so be it there, mm-hmm. it's not a good bad right wrong but everybody needs to honor what their needs are um uh, so i have a question for you mm-hmm. when when you uh, take a moment if you will um can you close your eyes where you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so close your eyes for me. Uncross your legs and ankles. Uncross mm-hmm. your arms. Just kind of lay your hands down on your lap or next to your legs. And take a breath or two into your heart center. That beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. Just focus your breath there for a moment or two. <clears throat> Brings you to center. Connected to you. Your wisdom. Your knowing. Your understanding. And as you breathe into and out of your heart center, take a moment and revisit that moment that you've been at work, you've kind of connected eye to eye across the room, and you feel that electrical spark of connection. Now notice where you feel that. Right there. Right where I'm at now. Okay. You feel it where on your body? If you can. Right in the center. Right in the In the heart the center? Heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so there is a very big difference than feeling something in an energy center that's about emotions or about thoughts or in your head. When it's in the heart, that's something to pay attention to. It's mm-hmm. almost as if spirit's giving you a message. Mm-hmm. When we feel things in our hearts and being aware of where we're experiencing um, a connectedness is information for us to just take a look at. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, okay. So what you know is then that this is, a heart connection for some reason. We don't know if it's a true romantic connection, if it's a past life awareness, a deja vu. We don't know. Mm -hmm. So be present with it based on your personal beliefs and trust and know that if it's supposed to happen, then it will. Right. Yeah, right, I'm because sure. because if it's yep. not comfortable for you to approach him, mm-hmm. if that's just not happening for you, it's just so against what feels right and good to you, then don't do it. Just mm-hmm. be patient. Now, right. on the other hand, you can also do something proactive if you'd like to that's not direct, and that is to do the Ho'oponopono. Is that something you're familiar with? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. So Ho'oponopono is an ancient Hawaiian process of forgiveness, clearing, healing. 
It's the phrases, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Have you heard that? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what you can do is, since everything begins with a thought, and whatever it is that limits us in any and all ways begins with thoughts, and I can't go into all the details of how this works right now, but I will give you a tool that you can use if you so desire, and that's this phrase. What you can say is, to whatever memories are in me that limit a connection happening between myself and you can speak his name in the statement if you want to, Mm -hmm. that I am to atone for, and I'll, I'll explain what that means, and then say I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you. Mm -hmm. Let me know when you have that. And, of course, you can listen to the replay. It'll be there. Have it written down? No. Sorry, I didn't know I was writing it down. That's okay. You know what? You can listen to the replay. So you can say... That statement, and and at the end of it, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you. Anything that we see as an aspect of discomfort or suffering and wanting to connect with someone but not wanting to go up and speak to them but feeling Mm -hmm. something that you want to make a connection with is uncomfortable, right, Mm -hmm. on some Mm -hmm. level? Okay, so Mm -hmm. anything that's uncomfortable begins with a thought. There is um, a wonderful book that basically says, I can't remember the name of the book, um, but it basically says that for every 15, that's one five, bits of information or data that we're consciously aware of per second, there are 15, I'm sorry, 11 million bits of information per second that we're not aware of. So we create our reality more from what we're not aware of than from what we are aware of. Does that make sense so far? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we make this statement to whatever memories are in me that limit a connection between me and fill in the name of the person, fill in the blank, that I am to atone for, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you. You are asking God, divine creator, to clear whatever it is that's limiting the connection if it serves your highest good. That's pretty much what that statement means in a nutshell. Okay. So you're welcome yeah. to use it if you would like. I would invite you to say it as often as you think of it. And Mm -hmm. when you see him across the room, if it's uncomfortable, just sit there and say, whatever this uncomfortable feeling is, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you. Again, putting into motion to have divine creator God clear whatever the memories are that are creating that discomfort, because you're never going to know the all of it. 11 million bits of data per second. I'm sorry, that's a lot of data that we don't know about, right? Uh And see how that works for you. Okay. You know, just to kind of clear. And you can use that for any relationship, anything at all. 
We can use it for when we want to assist with clearing the energy for like when the fires were in Australia. You know, we are connected energetically to everything and everyone. And so the gift of this Ho'oponopono prayer is that we can do so much to serve so many. Mm -hmm. When all we do is ask to have something cleared from us because God and it's a divine um, compassion and wisdom will clear that pattern from everywhere it exists, not just from us. Back to the beginning of creation. It's an amazingly powerful tool. Make sense? Yeah. Very interesting. Well, keep us posted. Let us know what happens in the future. Okay. okay? (laughs) Well, thank you. You're welcome, Kelly. Have a wonderful rest of your night and blessings, sweet lady. All right, you too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, RJ, what a lovely show tonight. It worked out perfectly, yes. It did. It did. Just the right amount of callers, perfect questions, a nice flow. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Glad to be here, and listen, listening to where we're headed, I, I I was very surprised that everything was uh, kind of relationship issues tonight. So those are good. I That's know, good. kind of fun how that happens, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> there's a there's a synchronicity <laughs> that occurs oftentimes, and I love when that happens. It's fun. It's fun. Well, I'm going to wish you a wonderful rest of your evening. I'm. So grateful that you were available to be here with us tonight. Made it so much easier for me. Thank you, sweet man. Sending you a big hug Good of I'm love. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody. We're going to complete the show as we do each week with a rapid conscious heart connection. We're going to do it a little bit differently tonight. Really rapid. Because I want you to be able to use this tool whenever you want. So we're going to do it in two ways. First, go ahead and take a couple of nice, deep, slow breaths. Relax your belly, relax your arms and legs, uncross them. Breathe into that beautiful heart center of yours. Imagine the color of love. It's an instantaneous connection. The more often you do it, the easier it is, the more quickly you can get there. I invite you to practice this daily, as often as you remember to do it. Breathing into and out of the heart does amazing things to support our health and well-being, our ability to focus. It helps us to clear energy that doesn't support us because what we're connecting with as you breathe into and out of your heart center is nothing less than the divine frequency of love. The heart is the domain for this frequency, for this vibration. And it's the highest vibration that exists in all the universes. And I want you to know that every time you breathe into and out of your heart center, you serve humanity. Because a wave form of love emanates from you in all directions. It fills the earth and everyone that dwells within her is gifted. It expands through 
the surface of the earth where all of us live and touches everyone and everything, a gift. And it just keeps expanding through our atmosphere, out into the universe, a gift of love to everyone and everything. Because we can't have a universe as huge as this is and assume that we are the only beings that exist here. So it's a gift of love to all. And what we know is that what we send out comes back to us multiplied. So with your next breath in, just imagine all that love coming right back to you and breathe it in. So that you know there's a part of you that trusts and knows that every cell in your body is filled and surrounded by love. Your entire body is surrounded by love. It is the essence of everything in spite of how it appears. Love is always available to us. It is never elusive. It is never not there. It is us. Seek not outside of you for this divine gift of love. For it is within and breathe thank you everyone for joining me tonight thank you so much to our callers and thank you to RJ our divine producer and a blog talk radio for this amazing technology that allows me to come into your homes be in your ears share wisdom with you And these moments every Sunday night, I surround you all with my love and wish you an exquisitely joyful, productive, heart-centered, filled with love week, wherever you are, whether you're listening live or to the replay. Thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to being with you again next Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Blessings of much love and gratitude and good night, everybody. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.